It's getting hot outside, mostly from all the grills firing up. Summer grilling is upon us, and if you're looking for the perfect cuts to put on your grill this year, look no further than Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers is the place to get 100% American meat this summer. I love how easy it is to get all my favorite cuts of beef, chicken, and even seafood shipped right to my door. With meat prices higher than ever, Good Ranchers is giving you free steaks. That's right, free steaks. So right now, get two free 18-ounce prime center cut ribeyes with my code Dana. That's a $100 offer free to you. Visit GoodRanchers.com slash Dana for over two pounds of free ribeye steaks added to your order at no cost to you. This is a limited time deal, so don't miss out on your free 18 ounce prime center cut ribeyes because I promise you they're not going to be around for long. Visit GoodRanchers.com slash Dana and use code Dana. That's GoodRanchers.com slash Dana, code Dana. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle. And Mr. when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Mm, his clavicles. Great band name, too, by the way. And then guess what happened? Bigfoot showed up. And Bigfoot was like, nah, y'all can't be doing this today. We're going to derail the beast. And then the beast transformed into Voltron, I was told. Because apparently all of this stuff makes sense. If you're testifying, you can say whatever the hell you want, and it's a headline. Oh, my gosh. They never learn, do they? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. I am your lovable little curmudgeon, Dana Lash, back fresh and rested from vacation. I'll tell you all about that later, but oh, my gosh. Why is it that whenever I make a plan to go on vacation, all Hades break loose? Why? I mean, I was... I was waiting at any moment for Kane to text me whenever I was near somewhere that had cell reception because I was legit off the grid for quite a while. I was waiting to come back and I would text and I'm like, I'm just waiting for Kane to be like, well, totally Midwestern expression, apparently. Welp, the aliens have landed and uh, all those headlines that we've had for the past year. Yeah, it's legit. They're here. And uh, yeah, they're here. And one is wearing a Biden suit. So everything that we suspected is I was just waiting. I mean, I wasn't. I wouldn't have been surprised at all. All right, so the latest, and then I'm going to recap because I can't help it. So the latest, this, uh, what's her name? What did you say this chick's name was? It's like a Cassidy or Madison, isn't it? I'm positive. Are you kidding? I was actually joking. Really? Of course it is. She's, I don't, I don't want to be mean, but I, I am not going to lie about the things that I think when I first meet someone or when I first see them. Dude, the moment that I saw her, I thought, I bet her mom had monogrammed everything when she was a toddler. She was the kid who had monogrammed hair bows. How much you want to bet? Oh, yeah. And she gets up there. Who did she? She worked with Meadows or something. She gets up there. She's going to probably be invited on The View now. It was like the token Republican. Just watch. Republican air quotes. All of this was hearsay. So-and-so said, someone, you know, heard it from a friend who, I heard it from another. 
that he was messing around. That's what I heard. Kane didn't get that, and I'm dying right now. Dude, it's Ario Speedwagon. So I was just, I mean, she just gets up there, and it's, it's hearsay. That's all it is, is hearsay. And the press goes wild. They, are, they go mad for it. Oh, my gosh, this is it. It's so, so serious for Donald Trump. I can't even tell you how many headlines that I have saved where people are going, it's so serious for Donald Trump. Oh, my gosh. It's so, so he, like, lunged at an agent. He lunged at an agent. That's, I mean, apparently everything that he and, and, and was like, I'm, I'm the president. I mean, what in fresh hell is this? He lunged. Do you realize that there were cameras everywhere? So there were apparently cameras photographing the beast as it was going back to the White House from the ellipses. And the photos show that Trump was sitting in the back seat. Don't you think at some point they would have you would have seen a figure lunging? (sighs) Wait a minute. I got a question. Do you remember that time? And it was actually one of the funniest things that he ever talked about. When Trump had to, it was, it had just rained and he was walking down a ramp in dress shoes and he held onto the railing. Remember? And everyone's like, oh my gosh, look at that weak, feeble old man, etc. He's so weak. Look at Trump. He's so weak. Oh my gosh. So wait, he can lunge now? He's a, he's a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible character. That's what we're supposed to believe that he's back there, you know, Drop kicking people and lunging for them and all this stuff. I'm the president. Golly. No, the same people who went crazy for the Juicy Smollier story. The same people who went crazy for Christine Blanthy Ford. Those same people ate this up. But then, but then, as in true social media fashion, then the Secret Service, the Associated Press reported... Lo, they reported late yesterday that, in fact, that none of this happened and they're going to dispute it in their testimony. The literal people she was naming are disputing this and saying this never happened. All of them independently said this never happened. It literally was the word used. Never happened. <sighs> right? So there went that narrative. I couldn't believe all these people that were going crazy over this. Oh my gosh, this is, can they, she, this witness delivered. Delivered what? It was hearsay. It was nothing that she even witnessed herself. She said that someone told her something. She didn't even witness it. How was this like a big, you know what? If this, they had this information from the word go. If it was really damning, they would have pushed all of this out. I mean, they, this would have been out a long time ago. This would have been out way before midterms. Or not midterm, sorry, primaries and way before this would have this would have they would have been doing this and destroying candidates right and left. But they didn't because they don't have anything. I really don't I don't care about the J6 stuff. I don't care. Yeah, there were some people who broke away and they rioted and they got in trouble. But I'm really not going to pretend to care about something that happened 
from people who acted like the riots after the 2016 election where you had literal cars on fire in Washington, D.C., where that didn't happen, or all of the riots that burned down entire city blocks and entire businesses. And, oh, don't forget about the fire that was in, what was it, North Carolina, South Carolina, where kids were almost killed in an apartment fire because Antifa and lefty rioters decided to start torching buildings again, and then they were going to block first responders from even accessing the building to get the kids out in the first place so yeah i'm really not going to listen to the lamentations about january 6th from people who described all of that as mostly peaceful if they acknowledged it at all Hmm. big whoops even the white house attorney disputes hutchins testimony about the handwritten note every aspect of everything she said was entirely disputed hmm all right, so some of the things that kind of happened when I was on vacation, I'm going to do like a, a, a quick run through because there was there were some things that happened, right? There were a few things that went down. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was a mostly peaceful week, right? I mean, so I'm told it was a mostly peaceful week. So apparently we had a couple Supreme Court decisions, correct? Yeah. We had some Supreme Court decisions. You had the Senate gun control bill that passed. Uh, the Dobbs versus Jackson's women's health, which was, it doesn't ban abortion. I mean, I know people like to pretend that nuance doesn't exist and they like to throw or they like to do, everyone's a, a, a legal genius whenever cases like these come down. <laughs> but it returns the decision as to whether or not we are going to have uh like whether the regulation for abortion is going to, it's returned to the states. It's something that the states are going to determine. Here's a quick fact about some of this stuff, just to kind of keep this in perspective. Because everyone talks about the life of the mother, the life of the mother, etc. I saw someone talking about ectopic pregnancies, and this enraged me because when you have grown a double snake women out there who are gaslighting you about female anatomy and physiology. Either these women are too stupid to screw or they have a some kind of if you have I am meaning to be this forthright. I can be because dudes can't. So someone's got to come up and jump on that landmine. Your sister's helping you here. If you have like, let me read what this one broad said. This is when I get aggravated. I mean, it's one thing to have a, a you know, a, a reasoned discussion about this stuff, but it's another thing to say what this broad said. She said, yes, in ectopic pregnancies where the fetus starts to grow outside the uterus, they're dangerous. And if the fetus gets too big, they, these ectopic pregnancies must be terminated. But that, and she was saying in this long thread that ectopic pregnancies, that no, the hospitals don't terminate them because they consider them abortions. And that's, that's how this is going to work. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. This is what I'm saying. If you're on a date with a woman and she doesn't know basic biology, run. It is embarrassing biological ignorance and fear-mongering. Ectopic pregnancies, they're not viable at all. There is zero way, even with all of our modern medicine, all of our technology, everything else, there is zero way to transplant a fetus from a fallopian tube to the uterus. In fact, it's so impossible, the condition 
is not treated as an abortion by any healthcare provider. So using this and trying to play off ignorance of human biology, that in my eyes is maliciously criminal. It's embarrassing. All these grown people running out there. Now here's something else that you need to realize additionally. Now the Guttmacher Institute, that is the like statistical analysis firm for the lack of a better way to describe it. It's basically it's Planned Parenthood. By their own publicly available data, abortions due to rape and or incest count for 1%, less than 1%, and less than 0.5% of all abortions respectively. Yet, that is used and misrepresented as universal so as to push taxpayer-funded on-demand abortion. And you cannot say that it is not taxpayer-funded. About six years ago, the entire citizenry in this country learned a new word called fungible. Not everybody, but most of the people at the New York Times and, you know, WAPO, etc. The same people who didn't know what FISC was a few years ago. All of that money, they receive federal grants. That's our taxpayer dollars. So this idea that these situations are so universal that it necessitates taxpayer funded on demand. Well, that's that's it's illogical because it's not statistically supported. It's not accurate. They're lying to you. I have a lot more. Uh, we had the, we were promised a bunch of rage. All I saw were angry fat chicks. I didn't see any like rage stuff. I'm not going to lie. I saw a lot of people protesting about abortions that never had to worry about getting pregnant ever because they're just, I, I don't care if it sounds mean. Sometimes you got to be honest. When I see you out there twerking for life, what is our twerking for choice? What does that even mean? I don't know, dude. Thank heavens we have a choice to look away. All right, we got a lot to hit. I didn't even get to the first part of this. We got to get into also the latest on the left, the border. Swing state voters are still more concerned with inflation than abortion. And a new low in job approval. I've got a million things to discuss with you all today. So buckle up. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. So get started with just one short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call right now and you'll receive up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Don't wait. Call 866-887- 1188. That's 866 887 1188. Or text Dana to 998899. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866 887 1188. Or text Dana to 998899. 
The evidence is clear. More guns, less crime. So why is there a relentless push for more gun control? On the latest edition of The Bill Walton Show, I talk with Dr. John Lott of the Crime Prevention Research Center about why mass shootings occur and how telling the truth about guns got him fired and how the media are only interested in one side of this debate. Join us. Follow The Bill Walton Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. All right, so uh, the last World War medal, uh, the, the Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, Woody Williams, has passed away. That was, uh, all, that's all of them now. Uh, he was 98 years old. He had received the medal for his uh, heroism on Iwo Jima. And he passed away Wednesday evening, or sorry, Wednesday morning, surrounded by family. He was the last of the 473 American service members who had received a Medal of Honor in World War II. Uh, Herschel Woody Williams, and incredibly, incredibly brave. He was a Marine. He received his medal from President Harry Truman. Isn't that amazing? From Harry Truman. He was a flamethrower on Iwo Jima and is credited with destroying multiple Japanese pillboxes and other gun replacements while virtually unaided and at great danger to himself. He wiped out position after position over the course of four hours. And the only time that he returned to American lines was to quickly refuel his weapon. That's, man, they don't make them like that anymore. Very, very rare now. Also, let's see, bank, uh, let's see. This is Bed Bath & Beyond. Bank of America has accused Bed Bath & Beyond of cutting off air conditioning in stores in order to quickly lower expenses. Amid a slump in sales, according to a couple of news outlets, the changes in the store temperature, though, didn't come from corporate. They're saying that it looks it had nothing to do with corporate policy changes with utilities usage. Uh, and we'll see. It looks like they're going to argue about that. Jelaine Maxwell received 20 years for being a total disgusting pervert and aiding another disgusting rapist pervert, Jeffrey Epstein, in sex trafficking. 20 years. And apparently she's going to serve it at Club Fed which was apparently the inspiration for Orange is the New Black series I read. I, I've never watched it, but that's that's so I'm told. NATO agrees to add Finland and Sweden to its alliance hosts. We're going to talk about this coming up. They say Russia is the biggest threat still. We got a lot more on the way back from vacation. Stick with us. We got 2A stuff, economy, energy, Biden approval, and him never riding a bike again. Free speech, religious liberty, the Second Amendment. Across the country, your constitutional rights are under constant attack, and it's only getting worse by the day, which is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. They're not just America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They're one of the few companies fighting back. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers, so you get the same great service, plus the peace of mind that your money is combating the left's attempt to silence you. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veteran and first responder heroes. Visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 972-PATRIOT and get free activation with offer code Dana. Veterans and first responders save even more, so switch today. Between the left, the media, and rhinos, we need to stick together. PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. 
the weird, the unusual, and the hilarious. Check out Dana's Absurd Truth Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Dana Show. Hey, pal, it's Dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article released the thing on online. It's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. It was good. I think it's clear. And, uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, POTUS. Welcome back to the program. Fresh back from vacation. So that was one of the things that was happening. So we were told that he didn't know, though. Right? We were told Biden didn't know what was happening with his son and his son's company. How, you know, you can't expect, he's busy. He doesn't know these things. But then now, yes, he does. And there's a voicemail to prove it of all things. Good heavens. So when are we going to start asking these questions? Because clearly he's he's lied about this. When are we going to ask that question? Where's, and by us, I mean the press. When are they going to start doing, you know, stories? When are we going to see it on NBC? I mean, this is more proof that Biden lied to everybody about Hunter Biden's shadiness. This was this is the Biden family business. Grifton ain't easy. That's the Biden family business. He told everybody all throughout the campaign. He never spoke with Hunter about any of this stuff. In fact, his direct quote was, uh, quote, I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. That was literally an actual quote. I have the video, but I don't want to play all that video. Um, so, and then you had Jen Psaki who said the president doesn't get involved in the business dealings of his son. He's not involved in his son's business dealings. Direct quote. That was from April. Uh, well, apparently, yeah. Now you have this vo- voicemail. He wants to discuss their Chinese business deals. for the big guy, I guess. And remember, this was part of the business arrangement that Hunter Biden had through that, uh, what is it, Rosemont Seneca? Is that what it was, Seneca something? Uh, That was playing into China's Belt and Road Initiative, expanding not only China's communist influence, but also their control. They would like to take over, like for, for instance, the Democratic Republic of Congo, which we've discussed. They'll get in, they'll take control of their minerals, i.e. the rare earth minerals that's used to fund Biden's Green New Deal and run all the EVs, et cetera, et cetera, in exchange for some really crappy, you know, technology and bad infrastructure that's going to fall apart in a few years. So that's, yeah. So this is all, I mean, the the fact that it hasn't gone under the radar, we see it. I mean, there have been a couple of maybe right-leaning entities that have reported on it, but so far, Legacy Press is ignoring. They're not going to talk. He lied. He lied repeatedly. And they're investigating a lot of these business deals right now. So let's just look at it, you know, 30,000 feet up. You have an ongoing investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings, business dealings that involved his dad, i.e. there is an active investigation into the president of the United States' business dealings. Remember all of the stuff that they said about Trump? You don't even, look, I don't care if you like him or like Trump or hate Trump. I just don't care. I'm so tired of pretending to care. 
The point being is that everything that they accused him of, Biden actually does it. And Biden fell off a damn bike, too. (laughs) Can I just, I know, recap, because I saw this when I was out on vacation. And I was watching, what's up with Democrats and these damn bike riding things that they do, these stunts? Like they, whether it's Pete Buttigieg pulling a bike out of a SUV or Biden, he's in a pedestrian, he's in a crosswalk. He's got one foot on the ground, and then he, how do you fall after you get one foot on the ground? How does that, I watch, I was like, how do you fall? The bike has already stopped. He couldn't get his foot off the other pedal. And, and then he falls right on the ground. I mean, I just, dude, it is so, why did they even let him ride a bike? You know what they did. If you watch the video. Like he comes up on this bike trail and you there's like a curve that he comes around. You can't see it. I, I bet they had him in the weeds and then they're like, all right, go, go, go. And then they popped him on that bike and he pedaled out there. They probably pushed him because notice he wasn't even pedaling. His legs literally are still as he comes across. I bet they pushed him. And I guess he, you know, maybe he's used to riding with training wheels. I don't know. But I watched this, I, I watched this a fair amount of times, let's just say. And he falls. Why would you let him ride? You watched how he couldn't even find the door to the White House. He, he doesn't even know how to get off his stage. For crying out loud, guys, he had notes telling him to remember to take your seat. Why would you let him ride a bike? Why don't you go ahead and give him a flamethrower now, too? Hmm? Fun fact. When I, was, uh, when I went to visited the uh, Reagan Ranch and Rancho del Cielo San, and uh, uh, Santa Barbara, they had the, he had the presidential, they called it lawnmower one. He had his presidential riding lawnmower. It was a joke. They had a, he had a big old presidential sticker on it as a joke. They all laughed about it. And he did a lot of the ranch work himself. And it just freaked out the Secret Service. So there was this like wood chipper that they had there. And Reagan was like actively like he's working it. And it scared the hell out of the Secret Service. <laughs> They actually grabbed him. They were like, no, you can't. And this is what they were telling us when we were there taking a tour of the property because it was beautiful up there. They, he freaked them out by doing this. And they're like, okay, here are the chores you're allowed to do. All right. You're president of the United States. We're begrudgingly allowing you to get on the mower. <laughs> but they're like, wood chippers are a no. We're not doing wood chippers. That's not what we're doing. So he couldn't do it. They wouldn't let him. <laughs> oh, see, Reagan wanted to operate a wood chipper. Biden can't even ride a bike. Just saying. You even had, and I'm not even a big fan of W. Bush, but he did his own ranch work. Also, apparently, I'm told wasn't allowed to de- deal with some of the other stuff. Because I mean, I get it. That's like more, you know, wood chipper versus bike. Way worse. You know, let's not get into some Fargo stuff, okay? But <sighs> the bike thing. I and, and I mentioned the note. I have to just, because I was, I'm looking at all of this. I'm like, oh my gosh. The note, you remember to take your seat. Very specific. I've never, now I get it that people have like a little cheat sheets and things that they're supposed to, you know, that they have remember to answer. I have never seen anything that gets to that level. This was like paint by numbers kind of stuff. You enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants. You take your seat. Press enters. You give brief comment. 
Press depart. You ask Liz Schuler, president AFL-CIO, a question. You think participants, you depart. Why did he hold it up like that too? I saw a video of him at the G7 thing where he's standing there by a chair and doesn't know what the hell's going on. Looking around. You know. Okay, so a couple of things. Can I just recap? Because I'm, I need to, so please, can I just, will you, will you indulge me? So Green Day still sucks, and they're fake punk. After everything happened with Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health, the guys who pretended to be British with their first album, Dookie, uh, they decided now that, quote, uh, we're reno- he, the guy, uh, the Billy Joe Armstrong says he's renouncing his U.S. citizenship. Uh, he says, blank America. I'm blanking renouncing my citizenship. Uh, I'm blanking coming here. He was in Lon- at London Stadium. And he says, there's too much blah, 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 blah. And he goes, oh, I'm not kidding. You're going to get a lot of me in the coming days. Wow. You know what's going to be funny? When that stooge goes to Europe and realizes they have even stricter abortion requirements than the United States. That's going to be kind of funny. So I, I, I always thought they were one of the worst bands that was ever unleashed like a plague of locusts onto the American music scene. Can I just, Kane's dying over here. They're not punk. This is what we would call the Claire's Boutique of Hot Topic Punk. Okay? Like this is, this is retail off the rack, not even really punk punk. It's bad. It kills the soul. And it murders brain cells without the benefit of enjoying the alcohol that does the job quicker. All right. So you had a former drug addict who got pushed blocking a highway and has a cow. Jody Sweeten, who played Stephanie on Full House. I saw the video. She was protesting out there with a bunch of other stuff. And she you're in the middle of a highway. She just better be glad that she got pushed by a police officer's forearm instead of a truck. Okay. And she falls down and they act like she was in a war. They act like she has a war wound. All the reporting that I've seen of her, she had a bruise on her arm from falling because she's a moron. And everyone acts like she's got, you know, a, an artificial leg or something. They're, I mean, I I'm, I'm, wouldn't be surprised at this point if she got called for a bronze star and purple heart at the White House. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Then you had fake Indian Liawatha. Uh, just remember... This is the white woman who appropriated, literally, with her own handwriting, filling out forms that are publicly available on this thing we call the internet, and they're in PDF. She lied about her ethnicity so she could advance herself professionally at Harvard. Uh, she went after, I would consider this, and this is audio soundbite, 5,000 million bedillion. What is this? We have a million of these. Uh, oh, sorry. Audio soundbite 21. Uh, she's, this sounds insurrection-y. This court has lost legitimacy. They have burned whatever legitimacy they may still have had after their gun decision, after their voting decision, after their union decision. Remember when she was in the kitchen awkwardly offering her husband a brew? Hi, sweetie. Would you like to have a beer? And he looked at her like, the hell's the matter with you? Remember that? Those are the days. Yeah, so the, the court has actually way more legitimacy than her claims at being an indigenous American ever had. Uh, Beetlejuice in Chicago, I'm sorry, uh, wait, Lori Lightfoot, excuse me, in Chicago, uh, getting insurrection-y, listen. If you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, thank you, Clarence Thomas. This- My other, the other really wild, kind of sad, yet amusing, sad, amusingly sad, thing to watch where were all of these white progressives who suddenly felt like they had all the license in the world to use racial slurs because of Clarence Thomas. Yeah. 
the amount of ugly white women that I saw all over social media dropping the N-word because they felt that that was acceptable was staggering. Unbelievable. And Clarence Thomas, do you know, by the way, the New York Rifle and Pistol case? And which we're going to talk about here in a little bit because it was a good ruling. As I said before, the Heller case, you have to keep and bear arms. Heller case was to keep. That was the legal underscore of to keep. And the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin, that case was to bear. Uh, this, uh, he could deliver that opinion on his birthday. I don't know if you read Thomas's opinion. I read Thomas's opinion, literally sitting on a boat in the Exumas. God bless America. And he bent people over a barrel with, it was an amazing opinion. Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And he also went into the racist roots of gun control. Very, hmm, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Nancy Pelosi, I guess she was trying to get back at these kids for being born. She shoved Maya Flores, Maya Flores' uh, daughter. Do you see this? She shoved her. Do you know what she said after? She said that she only did it to get the child into the shot during the swearing-in ceremony. Myra Flores, the first Mexican-born Congress member, was getting sworn in at the Capitol by House Speaker Pelosi. Pelosi is standing right next to Flores's younger daughter, and she literally, she does not shove her into the picture. She shoves her out of the picture. She was mad over Dobbs, I guess. And Flores even said, yeah, it's like there's no... I mean, she shoved her away from the photo. And that girl held her ground. That girl held her ground. She was like, I ain't letting this white, this old, old mean lady push me. You know, because Democrats are very concerned about... Remember, they said immigrants and immigrant representation in Congress. But look what they do to children... Especially, I mean, this is like a, that's a huge thing. Um, the, the first ever Mexican-born member of Congress. I mean, I, it, apparently you can't say that the United States is a melting pot anymore because that used to be like a thing that the country was most proud of because the country did not unite behind an identity of race or religion or sex or creed or anything else. It was about the identity of freedom and how it was applicable to everybody, which was why you know, I remember being taught in, when I was a kid, I was a kid, you know, in school in the 80s and 90s that 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 was the thing to be proud of. And now they try to make it to where it's like offensive and Democrats for all their talk about Im- immigration and immigrants. You would think that they would be celebrating this instead of shoving their kids to the side. <sighs> all right. So I have a million other things that we got to touch on because you have the World Health Organization finally admitting China did it. China did it. Biden may kill us all. Uh, with uh, some of these, these moves with NATO. We will discuss new low in Biden job approval and the border issue. We've got this. We've got New York State Rifle and Pistol. We've got what you can expect with Dobbs. We've got some economy, energy, all kinds of stuff. And Gavin Newsom trying to set himself up for a fight with Ron DeSantis. He's trying to, Newsom, is trying to secure his spot for 2024. So we're going to get into all of that and a lot more. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. Yes, make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Chapter and verse, I got all kinds of stuff coming at you in that. 
And I loved I love being on vacation. As I was telling you, we were we were island hopping on a little power boat in the Exumas, going from place to place to place. There's like two big settlements down there in that archipelago. You have one at Staniel Key and the other at Farmers Key, and we were kind of popping all around everywhere. It was so awesome. And rested and ready and back. I'll have more to share with you on that. Also, we're going to get into some of the, well, there were some primaries that happened. I'll give you a little bit of lay of the land as to where that puts us and preview some of the primaries that are coming up. And in California, you might have caught the story of the leakage of names and addresses of gun owners. And they also have race included. And it's not just citizens. You have police uh, police officers and judges, too. We're going to talk about all of that and what that means and why you don't want to register. Stay with us. A lot more of The Dana Show. First hour under our belt. Second hour all on the way. Still got a lot coming at you. Stay with us. I remember feeling frustrated, disappointed, and really, it, it felt personal. I, it was really sad. As an American, I was disgusted. It was unpatriotic. It was un-American. We were watching the Capitol building get defaced over a lie. So that is, what's her face? Cassidy, Cassidy, Hutchinson, whatever, Hutchins, Hutchinson, who got her testimony totally obliterated by the same Secret Service agents and staffers that she named when she accused Trump of lunging, her word, lunging for the steering wheel, a situation she also testified that she didn't see, but someone told her happened. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you, fresh back from vacation. Sign up for that newsletter over at Substack, chapter and verse, accessible at the subscribe link at the top of danalash.com. So I'm waiting for, like, all these other women to come out and say that Donald Trump also lunged for their steering wheels. Is that going to happen? Waiting. Just waiting. No, he also lunged for my steering wheel, too. Mine, too. Just waiting. Just waiting. You know, that was their star witness and it was came to nothing. What's the point of this whole thing? Don't you think that if you're going to put that much weight on a witness that she actually witness it? Isn't that the whole point? Did you see this with your own eyes? No, I was told to say this so I could be invited to co-host the view. She didn't actually say that, but we all know. Come on. I'm just not. I don't know. The Associated Press was the first to say that the that Secret Service, they're ready to testify that that never happened. You want to talk about a lie and dangerous? Saying stuff like this. I mean, you can't sit here and claim that Trump, that Trump is so weak and so feeble that he can't even walk down a ramp. And then he totally goes mission impossible in the back of the presidential limo. Also, you can't say the same. They can't both be true. Yeah, she says that she was told that he lunged. And then she named these people who are now saying, yeah, that didn't happen. And yeah, we'll come testify because that everything she said, none of that happened. What's the point of even having her there? She named Deputy Chief of Staff Tony Ornato. And Ornato said, yeah, that didn't happen. I'll come testify. It totally did not happen. Robert Engel, Secret Service, also said, yeah, I'll totally come testify. 
So I love how this is what the left said. They go, Miss Hutchinson, what, so she testified under oath and recounted what she was told. It's hearsay. That's inadmissible. She didn't see it. She has no idea what the hell she's talking about. But the people who were there and who were named by her, they say it didn't happen. Who do you think's testimony is going to get more play in the press? The guys who were there and who say it didn't happen or the chick who didn't see it, wasn't there, but was told that it happened. I heard that Cassidy Hutchinson beats kids. I mean, you know, I was told that. You just told me, so I can I just testify. told you, you can testify. Yep. Uh-huh. We just uh, just told you. Where's mm-hmm. that J6 committee when we need where, it? Where are you at, J6? <sighs> JV? So, yeah. That's... Why? Why? Did they not corroborate this? Can I just... Let's put the brakes on. <clears throat> Let me just... You're, you're serious in that Democrats brought on a witness witness loosely some chick who had no idea what the hell's going on wasn't there and saw none of this stuff was just told who told her somebody who also wasn't there bombshell. yeah bombshell someone who wasn't there told someone else who wasn't there something that didn't happen oh oh my gosh nbc abc all these cats so you had democrats bring out this non-witness to testify make a big deal about this they ran all these headlines about it. They were trying to really ratchet up how serious this was while wow, Trump's really in trouble now. And they didn't even bother corroborating the details with the people she named. Did they even talk to her before they put her out there? Who are the people you're going to name? Um, Richard Engel and Tony Ornato. Okay, let's talk to them. That conversation apparently didn't happen. They stuck her out there, and now she she goes with some, you know, tele, game of telephone, secondhand, you know, details on national television with a congressional committee, and they didn't even bother to make sure that the people that she was going to name would actually corroborate her story. What? You know, I get, I think I told you guys this before about the pig fornication story with uh, LBJ, Lennon Burr Johnson, Lennon Johnson, Lennon Bain Johnson. He had once, uh, when he was running in a state race, just to recap, because this seems like a very, this seems very abusive of the story, where Johnson said that he wanted to accuse his opponent of, you know, having romantical times with pigs. And his campaign manager was like, just flabbergasted. He's like, sir, you cannot do this. You just can't go out there and accuse people of this stuff. Johnson's like, yes, I can. He's like, but he didn't do it. Johnson goes, that's not the point, son. The point's to get him to deny it. This seems like a great abuse of that. Because you, you first make the accusation and you plant the seed. And then you demand that someone prove a negative. But... Do they have the intellectual wherewithal to measure out how badly that could affect them if it blew up in their faces? I'm just, um, I am just amazed. I am just amazed about this. So her credibility is totally destroyed. 
and not just her credibility, but this is the commission that brought her forward. They were the one who thought she, they, J6, whatever committee, thought she was credible enough to bring forward and put on national t- TV, and they sent out press releases about it, et cetera, et cetera. Their credibility is also now a joke. So the other big story, the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, that passed, Dobbs passed. We're going to go into the, the uh, both of those here in a little bit. But the other thing, too, to point out was what took place in California. So in California, there was a leak of information. What ended up happening is that the California Attorney General's office somehow leaked all the names and addresses of thousands of gun owners across the state. The leak included the private information of 244 judges and 420 reserve officers and thousands of private civilians. And it also apparently included their race with it. The AG of California, Rob Bonta, issued a press release saying the new and updated firearms data available through the California Department of Justice's 2022 firearms dashboard portal. And he said that it puts power and information into the hands of our communities by helping them better understand the role and potential dangers of firearms within our state. So you were able to find all kinds of stuff on there. It was all over Reddit. People were searching themselves on Reddit. They said that they were going to investigate the exposure of people's information connected to the DOJ firearms dashboard. This is what happens when you have a registry. California, you have to register your guns in California. Now, I want all of the people who are supporting red flag laws to tell me that they don't think that that would be abused. All the people who want what they call the phrase that they use, quote unquote, universal background checks. That is a long winded phrase for national registry because you cannot have the quote unquote universal background checks without a national registry. The whole universal background check thing, they're trying to act like it's the sale it's the legal private transfers that fuel crime when in fact it's the black market the doj back in 2016 and also there was a separate study in 2018 showed that over 70 anywhere from 77 to 79 percent of criminals obtain their firearms illegally in the black market all of it's illegal it's all still regulated it doesn't matter if you're doing a legal transfer from legal possessor to legal possessor in your own state that is still regulated federally because there's a federal penalty that is invoked when you don't abide by the law this is what happens like in california when you got a registry i was at some event and i met a gentleman who was able it took him forever he was a construction a contractor but he's a construction worker on a construction company did a lot of work in uh, la and he has been he had been held up at gunpoint Uh, He had been robbed, all kinds of stuff. People would go to the construction sites and try to strip stuff and steal stuff. And he was there late. He was there early in the morning and sometimes late at night. And so he had to like try like a couple of different times at the sheriff's office because California is a may issue, not a shell issue. It's not you you shall be issued a license. It's you may be issued a license, maybe not. And he finally was able to get one. And he was also a veteran, all this stuff. Like he'd worked in, I mean, you know, he's not he's he's not some, you know, dummy. He finally got one and he actually showed me his card at this event. It was his license. 
And on the back, it gave the guns that he's the guns he has, the li- that what he's licensed for. They they put that on your card, so it's in the registry. So the thing is not that it the information wasn't out there. It's that they they just decided to go out and leak it like that. And the other weird thing about it is that apparently it was reported that they had race. So if you were, you know, a civilian, a judge, or a cop, or whatever, whether you were Hispanic, black, white, etc. That was apparently also included, which is troubling. That's, and of course, it happens right after that Second Amendment case from the Supreme Court. Almost like it was punitive, wasn't it? Almost like it was punitive. And they try to hide behind this excuse of, well, we're being, we're, we're, we're trying to be more accessible and we're being transparent. You don't be, tra- you're not transparent with other people's stuff this this happened before in new york you had a newspaper that had printed this is a few years back they printed a map showing the addresses of their uh and their concealed carry permit holders the people who had permits to carry in new york they had a paper that published this so it's right around the time i think the new york safe act was passed i mean you're you're that's that's terrifying this is why we don't like we i we 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 don't have registries we don't have registries you have people who say that the same government that they were accusing of indiscriminately murdering minorities you're also arguing that they should be the only entities that have guns i saw the uh over the last week after the supreme court case passed all of these progressives namely white progressives were out there saying oh well you're going to be okay with uh black people carrying guns or or hispanic people carrying guns yeah and the only people who've ever opposed that are white progressives. And yes, when Reagan banned open carry in California, that was a progressive move. Deal with it. It was. So, wow. We have more on the way. I'm going to tell you what this case means, New York Rifle and Pistol, and then also uh, the Dobbs case. Apparently, no other Supreme Court opinions are going to be coming out this week or d- decisions are coming out this week. Uh, so we're going to talk. We'll get into all of this. I, we have a ton of stuff for you folks. And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five brought to you by Caltech. So at Medieval Times, the workers are going to vote on forming the first union. Employees at the chain's New Jersey Castle have launched a union campaign aimed at improving pay and safety at what they say is a surprisingly dangerous job. I get it. They said that the heavy dinnerware, the clanging of the dinnerware can spook the horses, endangering the knights as they joust for the queen's honor. And they get mad because sometimes people think that they can grabby McCrabberson, their queen. It's a real thing. Yeah, like they're up there. They get upset about it. They said the crowd can sometimes be overzealous and they have to say, you know, don't bang the plates, etc. So I wonder if this varies like at place to place. Like the medieval times I was at, they were quite polite. And they were also shocked that I brought my own wet wipes after gnawing on a turkey leg. But I'm, that's just, I do what I do. They say every two-hour show requires careful planning and rehearsal. The knights are essentially stuntmen. Oh, I totally agree with that. They, I, look, Medieval Times is one of the greatest treasures of the world. It really is. So if they choose that they want to do that, I mean, you privately decide. They have the freedom to do it. All right. Also, Air Force regularly fires at UFOs and war zone service member reveals after military's 11 near misses. A bombshell coming from the sun. Yes, they also had a story about Bat Boy, but still, 
They said that their U.S. the U.S. Air Force has fired at UFOs in active war zones. Also, scientists have found two new craters on the moon and a new mystery. Two new craters. Are they new? They scrutinized photos for months. They said it's an unexpected outcome. They have no idea how they got these craters there. They're trying to figure it out. NASA NASA engineers are studying potential crashes of rocket or equipment or something. Ooh. And an incontinent ex-trans man sues over his male copulatory organ removal. He predicts an avalanche of court cases today in obviousness. Stay with us. We have a lot more on the way, including primary stuff, the New York State rifle and pistol stuff. Stick with us. That's what's up. That's what's up. I see. That's your BMW? Mm, that's nice. Mm. That's your girl? Golly. Okay, I see you. But um, I just want to know one thing. Mm. You ready? Red meat, black coffee, truth telling. The Dana Show. I noticed that the door was propped open and the valet was inside the dining room changing the tablecloth off of the dining room table. He motioned for me to come in and then pointed towards the front of the room near the fireplace mantle and the TV where I first noticed there was ketchup dripping down the wall and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. Sure you did. The valet had articulated that the president was extremely angry at the attorney general's AP interview sure. and had thrown his lunch against the wall. Sure. Yeah, we sure, sure we believe that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Welcome back to the <laughs> program. We had to dust out that oldie song for this. Dana Lash here with you. Right straight back from vacation. Thanks. Big thanks to Sergio and Brett and everybody else that uh, held the fort down. So I could get a little R and R. It's all good things. And I just saw, by the way, this is from ABC, that former White House lawyer Eric Hirschman has said officially it is not true that she wrote the note. He said it is not true that Cassidy Hutchinson wrote the handwritten note that she testified on Tuesday that she wrote. He says it's not true because I wrote the damn thing. And Rich, yes. Thank you, Rich Zioli. Dang. Um, um, wow, nobody, nobody thought to verify this before they ran with this chick. I mean, I have to go through more verification to like buy, you know, I had a, I bought a, I buy mass quantities of uh, paper towels on Amazon. I had to go through more stuff for that. You want a subscription? Is this a one-time purchase? Is this XYZ? Golly. Coming back in the United States, we had to go through a frillion different... They can bring this chick, trot her out, put her on national television, and be like, look at this true compelling hearsay. I hope that they... if she, I hope that they investigate her for perjury and throw the book at her full penalty for it. You know? Really do. This is just, it's just so stupid. This is just, what is the point of this? This is not helping Democrats. Look, I got some, let me, da, 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 da. I got some polls for you. Let me pull this up. <laughs> Despite everything that happened with Roe v. Wade, I saw one thing where they were trying to really push like, oh boy, Republicans, you must stop. It wasn't, by the way, it wasn't a Republican thing. Ruth Bader Ginsburg also said, regardless of whether, whatever you think about abortion, 
if you actually believe in the structure of law and in logic, the whole case, Roe v. Wade, was argued stupidly. It was determined stupidly. You've got to be, you know, a moron to think that that was never, ever going to come up and be relitigated somehow in a different case and thus be compromised. You can't stretch a privacy clause to include that as and try to redefine that as a natural right under a privacy clause that actually doesn't. That's not. Duh. I mean, of course this was going to happen. And even before this, there were so many progressive attorneys and judges, not just on the Supreme Court, but that were saying, yeah, it was a little weak in how it was determined. We've talked about this before, though. But the point being is that the idea that anything is being banned is not. That's just, it's just the way it is. It's just I, nothing's being banned. It's, the states are going to determine it. You just got to make your case. That means you have to participate in your own government more. What? I think people are mad that they've got to actually do something now. They can't just be like, well, it's in the federal court's hands. I I can't do anything. It's not me. The uh, other case that was, let me pull this up. There's a big free speech case. And again, with the progressive response to this. Yeah, I think they just all want to, as Kane said, I think they just want to like burn buildings and scream on TikTok. I think that's all they want to do. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was this case of this coach. He's a high school football coach. I remember, I think we, uh, I think we'd actually talked to him at one point, didn't we? It's been, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, he was a former Washington high school football coach. He lost his job because he recited a prayer on the 50 yard line after games. So the issue that was being determined was whether or not a public school employee praying alone but in view of students was engaging in unprotected, quote-unquote, government speech. And if it's not government speech, is it still a problem? Does it still present a problem under the First Amendment's Establishment Clause? And so the Supreme Court said six to three, no and no. And they said that that a uh, Gorsuch wrote the court's opinion and he wrote here a government entity sought to punish an individual for engaging in a brief, quite personal religious observance, doubly protected by the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment. The only meaningful justification the government offered for its reprisal rested on a mistaken view that it had a duty to ferret out and suppress. That's true. That is. And the court determined that the it was discrimination. No one's forcing you to pray. Just like how when I flew back from Nassau to Dallas, they get on the intercom and they're like, wearing of the masks is a personal decision. You can do. So is this. No one's forcing you to do it. Just like no one's forcing you to wear or not to wear a mask. Do what you want to do. Why does that scare people? Because they think freedom really scares people. And then there were all these people on the left that came out and said, oh, so what if a Muslim wants to pray at a football game? So that's the difference between the right and the left. I don't want to sound callous or uncaring or unfeeling, but I don't care. I don't care what you choose of your own volition to do, especially if it's speech. I don't care. I don't care. The 
unprotected speech is still the libel, slander, defamation, the very, very uh, legally defined fighting words, etc. Like imminent threat like that. You have protected speech and unprotected speech. And even if it's unprotected, it doesn't mean you're banned from saying it. It just means you have to bear the liability should that come about. I cannot believe, I got to be honest, I can't believe this case made it this far. I cannot believe this case made it this far. Uh, it, it seems, I know, to us it seems obvious. And it should, it makes me nervous that it apparently not enough judges thought it was. My word. But that was, yeah, people, are, people on the left, well, what about a Muslim praying? So? So a Muslim can scream Allah Akbar at a football game? And? I don't get physically hurt by diverse thought. We don't, like the left does. They consider differences of thought, especially verbally, to be, quote-unquote, violence. I don't care. So, if someone wanted to say that Green Day was actual real punk out loud at a football game or anywhere, not only would they be so egregiously wrong that I personally think it should be criminal, but it's not because I believe in free speech, but so what? They can say it. And? And? That's just this, this, this dumb. But I was thinking about this. That's how close it is. Do you realize that so many of these fights are just pettiness? You can't honestly tell me that somebody had their feelings hurt because this dude, this coach, prayed at the 50-yard line after games. Somebody was hurt over this? If, so, if your kid's feelings were upset, then raise a kid who's not a pansy, who doesn't get upset over stuff like that. Teach your kid about diversity. Jeez. No, that it, speech won. But this is the stuff that they, they think that, oh, well, this is banned, that's banned. No. No, it's not. I saw this poll from Morning Consult. Democratic voters' enthusiasm for midterms spikes in the wake of Supreme Court's abortion ruling. Now, the voter enthusiasm, that's always, enthusiasm is a good indicator of turnout, or it can be, motivation. And this has to last all the way till midterms, though. I don't think, A, it will, and B, I know it's not going to because of other data showing that Nope, no, no, Democrat voters, actually all voters, still prioritize inflation, the economy, jobs, way more. Way more. This is making, according to Politico, it's making Democrats nervous. They've had some very big ad buys. That's also a good indicator. The biggest ad buys signal where they're most worried their biggest concerns. In Washington, their Democrat Senator Patty Murray has spent more than $1 million alone on just television ads in the last couple of weeks. This is a state that Biden won by 20 points. Actually, 19, a bit round up, 20 points. That is interesting. So they are worried about Republicans picking up some more of these Senate seats. And then, of course, in Colorado, millions of dollars in ad buys in their Senate primaries. Hmm. 
They saw what happened with Myra Flores. They've seen what's happened elsewhere. That's very telling. One of my favorite things is to look at where people are buying ads, like how Gavin Newsom has been buying ads in Florida. I don't know if you've been watching a lot of this. Remember when he went at, didn't he tweet? He tweeted at Governor Ron DeSantis about the Disney stuff, didn't he? And said something about Mickey Mouse or whatever. Yeah. New York started buying ads in Florida. And that was their mayor who was doing that. That signals to me that their new mayor is looking at, you know, more, but more of a run. Gavin Newsom, he is the only other Democrat that might have not only the fortune uh, because his family is one of the wealthy original San Francisco bougie entitlement families, the Hearsts, who is it? The Hearsts, the Newsom family, uh, Pelosi's family, uh, get the Gettys. There's like five families that, that run San Francisco. And he started, Newsom started doing ad buys in Florida. And he started really, if you've noticed, really, really focusing on Ron DeSantis. Because he believes, and I mean, I don't know who else they have. I think he's a horrible candidate. But who else do Democrats have? They have done since Obama, since his first election to the White House. He, the Democrats have done horrible at promoting their young talent. They used to be better than, Demo- than Republicans at this. Democrats, young guns, they were so good at report. At, at, uh, Uh, recruiting and grooming these candidates for office but they're really bad at it now and they and a lot of that I think was Obama from what I understand really wanting to cement his influence and control of the party and also you get to cement how much of that fundraising money you take in so because of that they haven't really had a chance to develop anything you got the crazy far lefties like AOC she does not have any appeal beyond her tiny, tiny borough. So Newsom's targeting DeSantis. He wants to be seen as the Democrats' version of DeSantis. He wants to be seen as their white knight in the culture wars. There was a piece that I had saved for you. I'm going to put this, it's from the Atlantic, I'm going to put this in your prep email that you'll get uh, in the morning. It says the Democrats new spokesman in the culture wars the the left desperately needs someone to stand up to Republicans rights rollback is Gavin Newsom up to the task rights rollback I know you know because you allow people to determine things in their own states that as a and you allow everyone to be able to speak whatever religion they want at whatever football game and that's apparently a rollback of rights but whatever hmm hmm He really wants to position himself. He desperately, desperately wants this fight. He wants to take on DeSantis. DeSantis, I think, has only said one thing to him. Newsom for California governor 2022 has placed ad spending on Fox News in Florida cable zones for July 4th. Wow. Interesting. We're going to run this down more. I also got some other primary stuff for you. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. A Florida man was arrested for breaking into a sleeping woman's home in Deltona, Florida. 
He was arrested. 52-year-old Corey Winston. He broke into the home of an unidentified 31-year-old victim. She was asleep. She wakes up, and he's standing right there next to her. I know. When she started to yell, he tried covering her mouth with his hand. Uh, but he eventually let her go, walked out of the house, but was a moron and left his cell phone behind. And of course, deputies traced it back to him. They asked Winston for his phone number. And when they called it, they, the recovered phone rang. They tried to put him under arrest. He resisted. He hit at least one deputy in the face and was arrested on charges, including burglary with assault battery, battery on a law enforcement officer, violation of probation on previous charges of false imprisonment and kidnapping in a domestic incident so this is why women have guns thank you this guy got all mythed up in florida the free press this individual was in trouble for once again trafficking a huge amount of fentanyl and meth a florida man was arrested again for the same thing that he was arrested for last time trafficking fentanyl graylin patterson of Bay County wasn't he had a lot of this he had a ton, he had a lot of fentanyl on him I mean isn't just like a bit of that can kill you yes. Yes. Jiminy Christmas he had uh what more than 200 grams wow and he also had unlawful use of a two-way device to facilitate a felony not good huh. all right we have more on the way the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association energy economy more stick with us we're working with uh centers like planned parenthood so we are uh, restoring funding for title 10 uh, family planning services we are working with uh, uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can Uh, we are looking into everything including assisting in transportation, something that HHS doesn't typically do. Can you do that legally? Uh, Talk to me later. That's Uh, our taxpayer dollars. Xavier Becerra, former AG in California, who is now the Health and Human Services Secretary, despite not being a biologist, is saying that, yes, we're going to look at using taxpayer dollars to fund transportations for uh, uh, abortion on demand. Welcome back to the program. Third hour of the show, post-vacation. I'm your lovable curmudgeon, your living Daria, Dana Lash. Now, the uh, I don't think that's legal. I don't think he can do that no. to use taxpayer dollars to, to, to transport people. And, and by the way, just a reminder, and I don't pull these statistics out of thin air. They exist within the Guttmacher Institute, which is the... Uh, analysis firm I don't know other way, way to put it it's Planned Parenthood they put all their statistics through there so out of all abortions less than one percent are for rape and less than 0.5 percent are due to incest and the argument that's made by the abortion activists are that apparently these are way greater than the numbers that I just gave you that Planned Parenthood even publishes and NARAL and everybody else that they're they misrepresent they they lie to you and say that they act like oh this happens every day and they try to use something that is universal to justify taxpayer on demand abortion actually i got to tell you when i was looking at their information and we talked about this actually before i went on vacation i was actually shocked at the the women who were getting them because i think the general and i'm just telling you what i think 
society thinks based on the arguments that I hear from everybody that it's like poor young girls that are that are getting them right isn't that what you think but it's not they're actually a little bit wealthier women who are in mid their midlife they already have kids they're already mothers the majority of them are moms already they're middle-class women who have kids that are using it as birth control that's the majority that's their I mean you don't have to take my word for it it's literally available online I found it in like five seconds that actually shocked me when I first was looking at all of that data I was surprised but the way that it's argued is that, oh, my gosh, it's these young girls that are being raped and molested. All of them are. But it's not. It's, it's less than 1%, less than 0.5%, respectively. And that's the lat- latest data. And it's been pretty consistent since they began publishing that. So that's why I just, you know, you're going to use, wh- who was it? Someone was saying, are, are we going to use federal land? Who was it? AOC was saying that? Yeah. Like, you're going to have Smokey the Bear? doing abortions you can go to who was that who was the bear that was in yellowstone who was that bear yogi, yogi gonna have yogi bear up there i'm just you know i'm just wondering out loud the other problem that i have with that whole argument was what bernie sanders had suggested i get really aggravated about this and as someone who was barely 21 years old and had a surprise pregnancy I get really aggravated when I hear especially you know dudes no offense dudes people like Bernie Sanders who are not biologists that's why I said dudes when they try to act like it's this is uh, women are going to be denied something I was looking for this tweet that I had of his because he the argument he was making is that you're denying women something and that he said overturning Roe v. Wade and denying women the right to control their own bodies is an outrage. Wait a minute. Who is denying us the right or ability to control our own bodies? I mean, did you control participating in the act of intercourse? Because there's, as I said, less than 1%, less than 0.5%. Remember that. And they're, and again, rape incest account for one, less than 1%, less than 0.5% respectively. Guttmacher Institute, it's disingenuously overrepresented as accounting for a majority of abortions to push taxpayer-funded abortion as birth control. And then Sanders says, because we don't have that, that you're being denied. Can we stop infantilizing women for a moment by acting like women are too stupid or too sex crazed to control our own bodies because we don't wait over the use of abortion as birth control. I mean, how do so many people fail basic biology? That's what this is. It's the infantilization of women. Do you realize how unbelievably sexist this is to suggest that women don't control their bodies because of this? And do you notice how all of these male progressives leave themselves out of the equation? I noticed that Bernie Sanders didn't tweet nothing about men controlling their bodies. But see, this is the same ideology 10 years ago in Colorado that did the bro choice campaign. Remember that? They had this whole ad campaign that taxpayers actually paid for. It was uh, educating under the umbrella of advocacy uh, dudes who were in support of abortion. 
Of course, bros who didn't want progressive bros who didn't want responsibility. Notice how the left always leaves that out of the, conversa- the conversation with any discussion of life, abortion, whatever. That's what it, it's just, it's just, by, it's fear mongering and it's, it's actually inherently sexist. This is the message that women hear over and over again. I certainly heard this growing up on television, entertainment. Now it's even more so that women are too weak and too stupid to raise a child if they engage in the act of procreation and and as a result of that act you find yourself pregnant the other thing that everyone says is oh my gosh it's stopping doctors from treating miscarriages and all of it no it's not literally at all it doesn't do that at all This is the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, the Mississippi case. You had, uh, who was it? All these celebrities, all these influencers go out there and they say, oh, no, it's 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 going to prevent these doctors from doing this. You have 13 states uh, that had let me pull this up. This is from The Guardian. The Guardian did. uh, They noted all of the states. That anticipated what was happening and they passed what there are referred to as uh, trigger laws that would go into effect should Roe ever be overturned it was and so now these laws have gone into effect they said that the state statutes even 35 states that have don't have trigger laws all explicitly state miscarriages, ectopic pregnancies, even though we know this because of basic biology, do not fall under the purview of quote-unquote induced abortion bans. They all say this. Every one of them. And according to, and this is Guttmacher, it's G-U-T-T-M-A-C-H-E-R dot org. I will include this in your prep email. So you can read it for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. They go, they have facts about every, all the states, every, you know, what the abortion laws are in each state. And they said that 48 of the 50 have clear exceptions for induced abortion if the mother's life is in jeopardy. 15 have exceptions for abortions. Uh, if there's like a condition, the baby is a condition that will, uh, the, a deadly condition, et cetera, all this stuff. I mean, they have, you're, people just don't, they're just thinking that you're not going to look at any of this, that you're a moron and there you go. They're going to run with it. I mean, it's ignorance is we have an epidemic of ignorance, not just, I mean, internationally, but specifically here in the United States. So a few other things here. The Uvalde, the timeline has come out, and I know it came out when I was on break, that police could have stopped the murderer within three minutes and didn't. And apparently, this is wild. I saw this story. Do you remember the mother, uh, Angeli Rose Gomez? She is the mother who had two sons. She was the one who dropped everything, raced to school to save her kids, and then she was detained and handcuffed when she tried to go inside. But she ended up getting out of hand, escaping and getting in there and getting her kids out. 
And she told reporters, and apparently there were other witnesses there that corroborated her, not unlike what we saw with Cassidy Hutchinson. And now, I really don't want this to be true, but I'm going to report it because this is what's being widely reported and it's being picked up even by conservative entities. The headline, Uvalde mother who got out of cuffs to rescue kids from shooting is now being harassed by police, says lawyer. Now, wait a minute. Before I go, I can hear some grumblings. It's another anti-police story. I think that I've, I don't have to pay the penance of preference, of preferencing every uh, single statement that I make about this or bad police action with some sort of clause about good policing. I figure that we're kind of all on the same page and we understand that nuance, right? But this isn't good. But you know what? This happened after Parkland. Now, I'm not going to say the name of the family, but they became very dear friends of mine. They dealt with this issue. Verbatim from one of the parents' mouths. Interesting, right? We've seen this before. Gomez's lawyer, Mark DiCarlo, said that now she started getting calls. She started, they said that she's, she walked out, she went for a walk with her grandmother near her house. Returning home, there was a cruiser in the residence, flashers on. No complaints or criminal activity was ever offered. And it may not be like a written or verbatim stated, you better not be talking to the press, but I think that this deserves scrutiny. I had a friend who wrote a piece on it, and he wrote, it's difficult not to wonder how many other people have received similar warnings. And I know for a fact there have been. Not with Uvalde, but with Parkland, because I've had families actually talk to me and tell me verbatim. You didn't hear about that in the news because everyone was so focused on anti-gun advocacy. I don't think that Angeli Rose Gomez is the type of mom who's going to take any type of harassment. If her escaping police custody and going into a school not knowing what she's going to face, saving her kids from an active shooter, I mean, it sounds like she's got bigger brass than the people who weren't going in. So this is not good. And then we have on top of it their refusal to cooperate in these investigations. We've got more to come here, folks. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Kane says that he thinks it started this way. A boy missing for eight days in Germany was found alive in a sewer. The eight-year-old vanished from his front yard, sparking a huge police search, and was found days later after a passerby heard a soft whimper from a manhole cover. June 17th. That's crazy. They rushed to the scene. It was about 200, what, like a few hundred feet from his home. Found him at the bottom of the sewer. No injuries. He was doing well. He had to be terrified. Golly. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Nobody believes this is an emergency. They're trying to really push this whole thing with natural gas used in homes. It's going to be super hazardous, according to a study. I guess if you huff it, stop it. Uh, let's see. Holographic patients are helping to train doctors. I still think that the video game generation is going to 
uh, give us some of the best surgeons. I really do, because they're going to, they have like that hand-eye coordination, I'm telling you. They said wearing mixed reality headsets, students are learning to treat virtual patients using technology that mimics medical situations. Uh, For instance, at Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge, they've developed the pioneering technology and medical students have been undergoing these simulations, encountering a virtual patient with symptoms, and they have to make real-time decisions about their care. That's actually really, that's some Star Trek stuff. That's pretty cool. Uh, Let's see here. Catalytic converter theft has shut down an entire Michigan County's bus line. The dial-a-ride service in Michigan County was suspended after catalytic converters were stolen from vehicles. And obviously they contain valuable precious metals, which is why they're sought. So the, the bus would take county residents to grocery stores, medical appointments and that. And people who are 60 or older can ride for free. And now that's all gone right now as they try to figure out what they're going to do. That's horrible. Uh, two words. I don't even know what a Mormon cricket is, but apparently we're supposed to be concerned about it. Uh, they said biblical swarms of giant Mormon crickets are destroying crops in the U.S. West. They prefer hotter temperatures and droughts. Uh, I mean, what is Mormon about? the? They call it a Mormon cricket? Is it going to like knock on my door? I don't know. Like, what is it? I'm just wondering why they call it that. Upscale West Hollywood, but three to two to defund their sheriff's department. Crime has soared by 137 percent. And they say that every night people are getting robbed and all this stuff. But they're telling residents, if you go out at night, just prepare. You'll probably be robbed. They're actually telling people this. Wow. Stick with us. We got more in store, more of The Dana Show back after this. The weird, the unusual, and the hilarious. Check out Dana's Absurd Truth podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Dana Show. You were super duper today. Getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. Yeah, there was a little pinch, but it was okay. Elmo was really glad to have Daddy and Baby David there with him. Baby David, where are you? I had a lot of questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. Was it safe? Was it the right decision? I talked to our pediatrician so I could make the right choice. (laughs) I learned that Elmo getting vaccinated is the best way to keep himself, our friends, neighbors, and everyone else healthy and enjoying the things they love. Boy, I can't wait to have a heart attack from the COVID vaccine. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Daddy, for helping me get it. I love using taxpayer dollars to try to get people to get it, which is not a vaccine, but an injection that's a therapeutic. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. That's what our tax dollars are using. So when is the, um, (laughs) are they going to have an episode about that? I'm just saying if he falls, if he falls to the ground. Why does my chest hurt? (laughs) It's just because your heart's so big. Yeah, it's because your heart's so big, Elmo. That's why. It's called myocarditis. What is myocarditis? <laughs> anyway, so the yeah, that, that I had we had to touch on that. That happened. Yay, Sesame. You remember when Sesame Street was about not politics? Yeah, those are the days. Remember when they have that? Uh, what was it? This is like twenty years ago. Doctor Ruth went on there. Why is the sex therapist on Sesame Street? What is, what is, it's a kid's show. Come on. Good heavens. All right, so a few things. The, um, yeah, because you had, what's his face? Fauci, uh, Hoggle from Labyrinth. He said, what did he say? That one of the vaccines, actually he thinks he got coronavirus easier because of one of the vaccines, something to that extent. 
Yeah, I don't remember. Nobody pays attention to what he says. We we don't even. We don't even know what the hell he said because we don't we don't pay attention to him anymore. All right, I I got to do a quick indulge me. There was a quick rundown. I said that after the Supreme Court decision, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health, <laughs> when that decision came out, I was we were promised all this rage. And Kane, like I said, I just saw like, you know, tubby chicks getting mad on TikTok all over. I don't mean ladies with curves. I mean, some of these, like there was one woman who was, I think, morbidly obese. I'm actually concerned. But the reactions, let's just start off, let's just start us off with some, some of these reactions, Kane. This is ridiculous. Get angry! Oh, she's mad. This is atrocious! This is war on women! It's not. How dare the Supreme Court do this kind of their job. You Kavanaugh, oh. you Gorsuch, for lying under oath when you were confirmed, saying Barrett? that you believed that this was settled. Women will die. <laughs> Why doesn't the government care if I live? Oh my God. Why don't they care? Why don't they care about us? I'm so glad I Dear white women, listen. You're only playing this if you value your life is to shut the f- up. Listen exclusively I- to black, brown, and indigenous women, femmes, and non-men. Isn't that all the same thing? Like women, femmes, non-men? Because I am a non-man, yeah. femme woman, right? Yeah. You're a non-woman non-woman man man yeah that's weird okay i think they had a bad day is this i mean i was promised like all this rage and you know all the wit all the the people screaming the loudest about it are people that have to really i think not worry about getting pregnant because i don't think that any man is going to jump on that landmine but apparently, you know, don't forget, there are also non-women who get abortions. This is, listen to this one. Just a reminder, because it seems like everyone needs it. Uh, not just women get abortions. People with uteruses get abortions. Trans people get abortions. Trans men. Non-binary people. People of all genders yeah, you're get abortions. You're a woman. You, you got a uterus. You, you got a DNA. You got a lady bit. I mean, I'm just saying. Only women have that biological capability i mean if you're a dude who does might you i don't think that's a baby might be if you got face hugger slept on you or something i don't know i'm just saying i've seen it happen in alien that movie you know the face huggers i've seen that in the movies i mean i just think that's the only other option so now speaking of face huggers New York Post headline, Jane Fonda suggests we redefine vaginas as AK-47s. I'm going to short circuit from the responses to this. So as Kane and I were talking and he suggested, we believe hers is high capacity. Uh, I think it gives a whole new meaning to smooth bore. Um, there's no more... 
twist in the rifling. <sighs> I'm, <laughs> guys, I'm just back from vacation. This is not fair to expect me to not <laughs> react to this. She does keep her powder dry. That is correct. Real dry. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, I can do this. If she can go and hang out with the communists, then we can definitely do this. Just saying. Um, oh, boy. Is, is, oh, man, I can still go. I can still go. There's a lot. Why? And I've seen that people say this. Like they, They've been tweeting... Yeah, that's one thing I wish the ATF would regulate. If she thinks that hers is like that, yes, I, I agree. I, I think that that is definitely... If she thinks that we... So she doesn't want to be able to take her female copulatory organ on a plane, in a school, in a bank, in any kind of government building. She wants to... You basically have to fill out a 4473 and undergo a background check. So you basically want to... That, do people not under... This is so stupid. The people who are out there going, I wish that... I wish that uh, the, the vaginas are more regulated than AR-15s. Uh, except they're not. And I dare say that some of these women's lady parts probably kill more people than sporting rifles. I'll just go out and say. Venture a guess. When you, when you say something dumb, it has to be responded to with absurdity. These are not serious people. None at all. They're not serious people. None. Now, this uh, other, this is a horrific story that came out of the, as a border story, San Antonio. I'm sure now this is another thing that while I was out and apparently the body count went up. The... Texas truck that was crossing the border and they found 51 bodies the driver apparently here's the development of this he was pretending to be a migrant when cops arrived he was all messed up no he didn't he, he was high on meth and very actually it said very high on meth according to the police report uh, he was arrested in a field taken to custody He's facing federal charges. Two Mexican nationals also arrested. And they were charged also while residing in the U.S. illegally, illegally possessing firearms. So out of the 51, apparently four are Honduran, uh, from Honduras, two uh, from Guatemala. And he left them to die in the sweltering heat. Drove this rig and abandoned it, abandoned it on a road outside of San Antonio. And 51, it is the deadliest human smuggling attempt in American history. And apparently so far, if out of the 51, officials have only identified so far 34 of the deceased. They say the smugglers treated them worse than animals. They had no water, no air conditioning, and the very few remaining survivors are in critical condition suffering from brain damage and internal bleeding. Apparently, they were paying these smugglers $10,000 for, quote-unquote, safe passage into the United States. 
And you know that the guy who's driving it's probably part of the cartels because they control all the crossing. Well, hey, you can slap another, I did that, Biden sticker on it. This is what happens. All these people talk about consideration and compassion. Have you seen any of those individuals? AOCs, even Biden, Harris, make any kind of remark on this at all whatsoever? 51. 51. Now, if this were a mass shooting, they would say something. But because it's due to an open border, they're quiet. 51 people in one semi. Now, according to the investigation, agents were saying it's anywhere from eight to 10,000 to be loaded in one of these tractor trailers and taken across the southern border into San Antonio. And then they transfer them from there to smaller vehicles towards their final destination elsewhere in the U.S. They've named two brothers. Two brothers are amongst the deceased. That is so sad. There was, uh, they named two others, and they also had apparently uh, a pair of sisters, young girls, who were amongst the 51. Additionally, they say that stolen identification played a part into this. So one of the reasons why it's been very difficult for them to identify only 34 out of the 51 is because, according to authorities, a lot of the victims were using stolen identification. And that they, I mean, they were even trying to share some of the IDs online with hopes of, because they realized, well, we're not able to find, this is weird, how are we? And they they contacted one woman, uh, a woman named Hyenie Guzman, And they reached out to her and said, uh, you know, reached out to her family because her photo was on this ID. She goes, she says, quote, that's me on the ID, but I am not that person that was in the trailer that they say is hospitalized. She says, all my relatives are contacting me. They're they're upset and scared and worried. They're asking me where I where I was, where I am. And I told them I'm fine. She didn't even know. (laughs) And and this is aided. Their attempts, their, this smuggling, this human trafficking is aided by the complete lack of enforcement at the border and the administration's refusal to pay attention to it at all. It is sickening. Do you think that Biden's going to release a statement to these families? Do you think he's going to go and visit some of these families? Do you think, what's her face, the suitcase girl from the game show, Meghan Markle, who chartered a private jet just to go and exploit Uvalde for her own clout. She showed up only to lay flowers and then left. And she brought her own photographers, apparently. That's what was reported. (laughs) So trashy. You think that any of these people are going to say anything about this? Because they don't care about human life. They only care about what they can exploit to either clout chase or grab power. I mean, their, their, in, their true intent is betrayed every time. 
We have more to come as we wrap up this third hour. We still have today in stupidity on the way. Red meat, black coffee, truth telling. The Dana Show. Lord have mercy. From the sense of blind entitlement some people seem to have, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. From a blind judgmental attitude over other people's appearance or dress, Christ have mercy. Christ Christ have have mercy. mercy. This is the most passive aggressive and weirdly specific prayer I have ever heard. Saw that online. It was too, it was too funny. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash here. Great vacation. Now we're getting kicked back off. Woo woo woo! And uh, make sure you sign up for the newsletter, chapter and verse, over at Substack. I have the link all in my social media profiles, whichever one. Tonight I'm going to be on Jesse Waters's program, and as it stands right now, we're supposed to be discussing Fauci and the injections. And I don't know if they are aware that I can do Elmo's voice because, you know, the Sesame Street thing. So we'll see if that happens on television tonight. It's in the 6 p.m. Central hour. And I think it's up uh, near the top of the hour. So, mm hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, the Supreme Court, Justice Breyer, is uh, he's retiring tomorrow. Well, I mean, it's official that he is retiring tomorrow. I mean, we knew he was retiring, but apparently he's retiring tomorrow. And tomorrow also ends uh, that session for SCOTUS. So he's retiring tomorrow, Justice Breyer. And at that point, that is when you have Ketanji Brown Jackson. She clerked for him. She will take his seat from there on out. Uh, And this has been a, I mean, there's, what I'm just going to say, what a way to go out, man. You had the. A a ton of cases there. Super historical. Goodness. And we'll talk all about that tomorrow. We'll also tomorrow talk about the uh, uh, 27-year-old man who beat a 13-year-old skateboarding and thinks he's the female winner. Kane, today in Stupidity. It is our Vice President, Kamala Kamala Harris. She's saying that the very real issue of the cost of gas is a very real issue. Is there anything else you can do to help bring down the cost of gas? Yeah, well, first of all, let's just say that this is, this is a very real issue. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to do something about it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Man. Such as the maps. So glad she's at the top. Yeah, she's, you know. Good God. Have you noticed that that's all of her sound bites lately? I know. Or just that? Someone out there does in the administration doesn't like her. Folks, I'll be on Jesse Waters primetime show tonight, 6 p.m. Central. And, of course, back behind the mic with you tomorrow. Sign up for that newsletter, chapter and verse, so you can get notified as to what we're going to be talking about that day. Have a great night. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. That's a great and evergreen point about just about every legislative solution that Congress comes up with, which is more funding when the problem is structural. The problem is efficiency. This country is so, and I genuinely mean it when I use the word decadent, that we cannot perform basic functions no matter how much money we throw at them. And Uvalde is sadly a very good example of that. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.